about eight months down the road, you uh, you're looking for like a little bit of extra income on the side. Um, no particular reason. You're just like, yeah, I've got some free time. May as well try to find something easy to do. I have so much free time. It's so much free time. So you start. Uh, have you ever heard of like a mystery shopper? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. I would so, never do that. So I hate you, those guys. You like go in and. Uh, I know. Hold on. They used to come to the Silver Diner when yeah. I worked there. Oh, fuck that. I yeah. turn on my uh, my service industry. Yeah. Brothers and sisters. Well, you see, you approach it from a different angle. You uh, so, you know, mystery, mystery guest, mystery shopper, those people who go in and then like raid it and turn the shit into their companies, you know, like a scorecard for how the business is doing. So you're like, you know what, with my my experience in the service industry, I can help. I can I can go Man. in and say, hey, here's a way you could do this better. Here's a way that you could make more money as a, as a server. And you look at it as like you're providing a service for them. Okay. Too. I guess, but I would I would feel very conflicted. Yeah, and it, it's tough because like you have to fucking be honest, you know. So if you see somebody like not wearing a name tag, or if they you see them come out of the bathroom. And they like go back to the station without washing their hands. Like you have to report all this shit. Oh man, the bathroom thing I don't feel as bad about. That's it's kind of gross. Yeah, you spend a lot of time outside of bathrooms. What for? What? Just to like listen. <laughs> no, hold on. So part of the of of the secret shopper thing that I do is I listen for what the, the servers are how they're going to the bathroom. You like. Once you hear a toilet flush, you like listen to see if they're like washing their hands. Like you stand like right by the door. That's so you, you hold your phone up to your ear. That fucking and sucks. you listen. And then when they come out, you just act like you're on the phone, like, oh yeah, sell high. I mean <laughs> I mean I mean sell I, and you just like get like no. you you don't know what you're talking about with like socks and stuff. Yeah, no, I don't at so, all. Yeah, you get like really flustered. So no one, <laughs> I get flustered. Yeah. So you just you just fuck up. Sure. So no, but no, no one working there thinks it's weird that I'm just standing there, clearly listening into the bathroom, and then like making up a fake, flustered thing. No. Why? Because you're good. <laughs> yeah. You're a, you are a ghost in the daytime. <laughs> you dance between the sunbeams. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Man, all right. You're like a really good mystery shopper. And like I guess that's kind of cool. You get to the point to where like you start thinking like, man, maybe I could like branch out. Maybe I could do my own thing and get out from underneath the the thumbprint of these aggressive internet companies that I that I work for, you know, you take surveys for all these other companies. So you decide to open up your own business. You you call a you call it peepers for hire. <laughs> Ugh. And it says peepers. Yeah, peepers like, like for hire, eye? like 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 eyeballs. Yeah, okay. peepers for hire, and then it says a high end mystery shopping experience. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? <laughs> so, so it's like artisanal. Yeah, secret so shopping. You like you have like a whole pitch put together. There's like a video that you made of you like going into restaurants wearing like spy glasses and stuff. It's like you. It's an excuse for you to break out of a lot of your spy gear. You bought my spy gear. Yeah, about six months from now, oh. you, you get a you win a thousand dollars on a scratcher ticket, and the the gas station that you got it from was right next door to a spy shop. And you're like, oh, let's go in here. 
And you go in there and you buy like $980 worth of spy gear. $980 worth? Yeah. I just bought a bed. I can't. Yeah, you just bought it. You thought it was cool. So it's just been, but it's been like kind of just sitting around. And now it's like your opportunity to use it. So you open peepers for hire. You have a pitch deck that you send out to these companies where you're like, hey, I can help your business be better. And you have like a, a really well put together presentation. And so you like schedule these meetings with these people for these like companies. They come to you and like, Pat, help us find the fault in our business from a customer's perspective. And you do it. A lot of, at first it was like small restaurants and, uh, well, yeah, that makes sense. You know, you start out at like local restaurants and then you kind of got some notoriety because, uh, there was one restaurant that like you went and helped out. And like, as soon as you went in there, you like pointed out three or four different problems and things about the menu and they just like fixed all of that shit and then went on to become this like beard award winning restaurant. Oh, wow. And they were written up all over the place and they're like, what's the, what's the secret to your success? And uh, the chef, like in the in the article, he's what's like, the name of the restaurant, or what, what, what kind of food is it? Uh, it's like an American bistro, and it's called Class, it's called the Howling Dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the chef. Uh, they interview they interview him. His name, Eric Ellison. <laughs> <laughs> chef Eric Ellison. All right. They interview him, and they're like, "What's the secret?" And you, he uh, he says. We had some really talented people put a critical eye on this restaurant when it needed it most. Wow. And they mentioned peepers for hire. Oh, good. So then like other companies are approaching you, other mm-hmm. restaurants, and you kind of develop this reputation as like a guy who just has his, you got it. So you're, um, you get hired by Best Buy. <laughs> okay. They're, they're like, Hey, we want you to go, you know, look through our stores. Like, what were you experience with the customer experiences? So I, I feel like I would be a little out of my depth there. I, I've worked in restaurants for forever. I don't know shit about like electronics or anything. Well, you don't have to. You, you just have to go and like experience what somebody experiences when they go into that place. Okay, sure. And you can like just kind of get a feel for it and tell them what you like, what you didn't like. It's more of like a consultation. Than it anything. sounds like I'm making some serious cash. You are, dude. Okay. If right. I got, if I got like a client as big as Best Buy. Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. Yeah. Let's do it. So you're um you go in. Is this in this is in Austin? Uh yeah. Okay. You you go into uh, Best Buy like eight thirty at night on a Monday. It's towards the end of the night. It's pretty empty in the store. Not a whole lot of customers around. You can hear like a bunch of guys laughing back in the computer section. You walk through the CDs. You flip through them. You're yeah. like, who the fuck buys CDs anymore? Shake your head at the disgust. <laughs> Go through appliances. You're looking at a new high-efficiency washer. You see a real beauty. Start thinking about someday. Start thinking about a payment plan. I, I, but I mean, I, it sounds like I, I can afford this. It sounds like. I'm- yeah, but. You're just trying to like live within your means. You don't know how long this is going to last. That's true. So you're trying to be really practical about it. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. And then you, you walk through like the computer department. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at like laptops and stuff. And, you know, the, the, the guy, one of the guys comes up and he asks if you can help with anything. Like, no, thanks. Yeah. He goes back to fucking around with his friends. They were talking about how a Ren fair that they went to the weekend before. Yeah. Yeah. They got fucked up on some uh, moonshine mead. Jeez. Yeah, there's a guy who was brewing mead on site at the Renaissance Fair, and that nobody sucks. knew about it. 
It was good shit, man. Uh, man, I don't think I'd ever go to a, a Ren Fair. <clears throat> it just seems pointless. I would, I would take note of that and be like, who the fuck are these people you have working here? So you silently judge them. Yeah, uh, for sure. You take sure. note of it. You walk through the TV department. You're going through like their high-end TVs. And you're like, here we go. Like, let's look at this. Looking at like um, home theater setups with like those big theater chairs that vibrate and the legs raise. It's just like an impressive display of like technology that you could have in your house. You sit down in one of those leather chairs. It's like a massager. Yeah. You turn it on. Starts massaging you. How's it feel? I got to be honest with you, Pat. It's the best massage that you've ever fucking had. This chair just hits all the right spots. I'm not really a massage guy. You never have been until you sat in this chair. It just hurts. Not this one. Really? Yeah. Okay. If if it didn't hurt, I'd be I'd be super into getting a massage. It's uh Okay, that's pretty tight. It's there's a setting called tender. So you put it on the tender setting, the tender massage setting, and it is tender, brother. Real soft touches. Slowly increasing in uh, pressure and speed until your body gets acclimated, and then it gives you a great massage. Okay. And you almost kind of doze off in the chair. That's how good it feels. You're in the uh, you're in the uh, TV department. Your eyes just kind of fluttering up and down, just kind of dancing that fine line between sleeping and awake. You look over. You see, it's like a opening weekend of the NFL. There's a game on. San Diego Chargers versus Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. You know, maybe a, a potential preview of the AFC Championship, week one in the NFL. Okay. Chargers are uh, surprising some people. Their defense is held up really well against the high-powered offense of Kansas City. There's like four and a half minutes left. Tie ball game, 28-28. Philip Rivers has a ball in the shadow of his own end zone. You kind of like perk up for a second. <laughs> I perk, like, oh. I'm sorry. I perk up. You're kind of like, holy shit. Like, this is a big drive, dude. Yeah. This is a big fucking drive. This drive is going to have lasting implications on, on the on the regular season. You're paying attention. Philip Rivers methodically marches the, marches the ball downfield to the 50-yard line. Two minutes left. They come back from the the two minute warning. They run like a, a toss to the outside and the right. Tackle for loss. Second and twelve. You look down, you turn up the intensity on the chair because you're like kind of getting into it. <laughs> yeah. And it picks up, and as soon as it like fully ramps up, you hear Pat. <laughs> God damn. Yeah? What, what do you do? <laughs> I, I guess I look up and try to find the source of this. It sounds like it's coming from the TV. I look at the TV. You look at the TV, and you see, like, looking back, like, there's a, a referee who has his face, like, pressed up against the TV. Looking back at you, he goes, Pat, Pat. This guy makes the least amount of sense. What do you do? That we have on the show. Okay, um, I go, I guess I, I, I mean, I, I heard it twice, right? Yeah. So th- this clearly isn't something that I'm making up. And he's looking directly at me. Directly at you. I go, what? 
he steps through the TV. <laughs> through the just, TV? Yeah, he comes through the TV and just sort of hovers down to where he's on the ground. And this is the most jacked referee you've ever seen in your life. This guy is cut. Yeah. He's wearing like, uh, you know, his referee pants tight. Show off his sculpted quads. Oh, whoa. He's got sculpted a, he's got quads. A, he's got like a really, he's like broad-shouldered, wide chest, narrow waist. <laughs> narrow waist? Yeah, okay. He's popping out of those sleeves, brother. Ugh, yeah. His pythons are out for blood. He's just super vascular, right? Competition. Vascular? Built. You can just see veins oh. on veins. You see one vein that runs from uh, his palm. In the, it's in the center of his palm. His palm is veiny. That's how vascular he is. And it runs all the way up his arm. And you remember that uh, when you were in seventh grade, you had a crush on this girl, Susie Morgan. Susie Morgan? <laughs> yeah. And you remember one day, it was like uh, last day of the year, last day of school. You guys what, had like, what year? This was what grade? Uh, seventh grade. The last day of seventh grade. Cooper Middle School. Cooper Middle School. It was like field day where all the kids get together and they compete and like, yeah. yeah and you look and you remember like she'd never looked more beautiful. And you remember just the way like the curvature of her hair set against the the hot Virginia sun. Yeah. And it's the exact same shape as that vein that runs over from his palm. Wow. And all he, right. goes, he goes, bat. What? He was, <laughs> my name is Calvin Morway, and I'm the buff referee. God damn it. And the gods have granted me the ability to change the rules. Yeah. He says, you can either A, see through any hard surface, or B, track ascent for 50 yards. You decide. Oh, man. I'm going with the x-ray vision. He's got a, he holds his hand up. He's got a whistle on his on his hand. Yeah. It's fucking big, dude. It's as big <laughs> as his fist. I go, I, I go, I would, before, okay, I'm going to pick the uh, see-through solid objects thing, yeah. but I would definitely ask him about the, I would I would go, before I answer, I, I need to know more. Who are the gods? Why do you have that whistle? He was Pat, you have your choice. You decide. Okay, I, 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 the go th- I see through solid objects, Calvin. He was, you're chosen to see through any hard surface. Yeah. You see him turn around. You look up at the TV. The whole like uh, both the teams are like looking in <laughs> at you. You see they're uh, looking at this through the screen. They're through the screen at you. All right. It cuts to the crowd, and there's somebody in the crowd who's like, you can see when like when it cuts to them, they kind of look in and peer at you. And then they turn to their they turn to the person next to them like I don't I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. So now the. The, the the crowd they can i mean the, it cut away to the crowd all right well i <laughs> okay i go calvin morway walks back to the tv as soon as he gets back it cuts back to the field of play he ascends up into the tv yeah starts the clock philip rivers marches ball down the field kick a field goal with 18 seconds left i mean i, I can win the game cool and give a shit out of football i'm just telling you what happens so you sit there and you're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, that was weird. You sit there for a second with that chair just massaging you. And you fall asleep. Right. You wake up in your own bed. What? Home. Yeah. 
You wake up and you're like, oh, that was strange. Uh, how did I get there? I don't know. Do I, who do I live? Do, am, I, do, am I living in the same place that I live yeah. in now? Would I have roommates? You live, you live alone. Why? Oh, your roommates just moved out. Why did they do that? They got tired of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> what's like, what specifically? I'm just the way you were. I don't, I don't <laughs> what know. What do I don't you want to speak for him, Pat. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you what I know. They said they got tired of your shit. I think I'm a good they, roommate. They packed up and they left. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I'm not always. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. So you well, wake up in your own room. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck you. What both. do you do? Um, I would probably go. I would probably. I would probably like startle. Uh, like start out. Like go. Oh shit. Yeah. Because I would have no idea how I got out of there. Yeah. Uh, first thing I do is I Google Calvin Morway NFL. Do I find anything? Yeah, he's been a referee in the league for a long time. <laughs> do they say anything about how he can travel through TVs and grant wishes? No. Most of the most of the stuff on him is just about his pipes. His, his pipes. Guns. Yeah. His guns. Oh, his okay. His yeah, pythons. Yeah, yeah. Sure. There's a lot of like blogs dedicated to uh, the buff referee, but it's just a lot of like vanity stuff. They he, call him the buff referee. I mean, that's like what the internet calls him. He did an article. He did like a a workout thing for Men's Health magazine, where he was like, "Blast your buys." Yeah. Buys. Yeah. Just say bicep. No, they say it's called Blast Your Buys. I hate when people Calvin do... Morway's four-part guide to killer pipes. Uh, okay. Well, at least they finish the whole word. I, I hate when people don't finish words like that. That's the so cover weird. is just him, like, shirtless, and he is just bronze and fucking <laughs> jacked. But he has, like, an old white man's face. Man, I feel like... And he's I... just screaming. He's looking at the camera, just <laughs> flexing and just screaming. I... I is there... Is... is I need to c- contact this guy because he clearly has some kind of otherworldly powers and no one seems to know about it except me. And I, I'm sick of not knowing who this guy is. I, th- I think I would look I before I think I'd, I don't know. Is he on Facebook? Can I message him? So you go to your computer, right? Maybe there's a fan club or something? You sit down. I mean, there's a lot of fan clubs. For Calvin Morway? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. You, uh, I mean, depending upon what you're looking for, you know. Sure. No. It's yeah. out there. So you sit down to your computer and you like look at the top of it and you can see right through it to the keyboard. <laughs> okay. I forgot about that already. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. shit. Looks cool. What would you do? I guess I would forget about Calvin Morway and just go experiment with this see what i can see through how far i can do it and um yeah i I would just experiment with my new found powers so you kind of like walk around your apartment and you're like looking through the refrigerator you know you're looking through like the toilet there's just a big old (laughs) turd in the bowl you don't remember putting it there and you live alone but uh you see that and you're like that's strange (laughs) that is real Uh, you look through the wall you see your neighbors just fucking wall. Turns you on a little bit. Ew. Yeah, so you just like, you're able to kind of control it. It doesn't like enhance your vision or anything. So if you like look out across the parking lot at like your neighbor's wall, you could see through it, but you're, it's going to be like if there was no wall there. Okay. But you can like kind of be, so you can select what you want to look at. I can turn it on and turn it off kind of. Yeah, you can control it. Okay. Um, well, I don't know. I, I don't know what I would do with that. I feel like, um, the choice was so easy to, to, to do it, but now I've, I feel kind of lost. I think I would like, um, 
you know what I would do is I think I would like do some kind of um, I would use this to make money. How would you do that? I go to like bars and stuff. Uh-huh. I make bets with people. So you go to this bar in Austin. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a place called the Chisel. Oh wow! It's like a it's like the only good place to get like good like techno in town. Yeah. Yes, I know. You walk in. Would you order a drink? <laughs> yeah. First thing I do. So the bartender turns around and they go, "What can I get for you?" Just Lone Star, please. He goes. We don't serve that shit here. He points up. There's a menu on there. Just drinks you've never heard of. It, it, I mean, I would, is I would, did Jameson on the rocks? No, just those drinks. Okay, so what? Other, There's one called the Tipsy Dipsy. The Tipsy Dipsy. Yep, that is the worst drink title <laughs> that I've I've been working in bars for years, and that is the worst name for a drink I've ever heard. There's one called. Uh, Squiggle me timbers. Okay, that is the new worst one I've ever heard. There's one. Who called, would order these with a straight face? I mean, you see, you're like, who the fuck would order this guy? This fucking techno goth dude who's like all gothed out walks <laughs> up. He goes, "I'll have a dance with me, please." Oh, that's so good. Oh man, that's the, hilarious. The bartender just pours just a jet black drink into a cup. Ugh, okay, I get the tipsy dipsy or whatever. Tipsy dipsy. He goes, okay. Makes the drink jet black liquid into a cup. He goes, "That'll be thirty eight dollars." All right, I, I start a tab. So you open a tab. So what do you do? What does the drink taste like? Nothing. I think I would say something. I think I would say, um, "Does it like feel like there's a lot of alcohol in it?" You get the impression that there is. Okay. Well, I would probably ask the bartender, "Is he busy?" Fucking slammed. Okay, then never mind. I wouldn't, I, because I, I kind of would like to talk to him about this, but, um, I mean, when, fuck it. No, I wouldn't. Okay, so I would go, well, that was weird. Uh, yeah, I'm trying, I would try to think about like what I could, what kind of bets I could make, you know? Um, so you're there and, uh, you're like in the chisel. There's a TV on. Uh, there's a, there's an ever there's a TV that's playing there and it says uh come out come watch next week for the season premiere of do cool stuff and it's like one of those like America's got talent things except it's kind of like there's weird shit on there too do cool stuff it's called do cool stuff <laughs> okay it's kind of cool yeah <laughs> i guess it's hosted by Quentin Tarantino <laughs> what yeah. yeah it's Quentin Tarantino what yeah he hosts it with uh, Rachel Ray. That is so weird. They both like smoke the whole time. <laughs> you know, it's got kind of like an underground wow. vibe to it. That's okay. what they're going for. I guess um, it's on NBC. I guess I would probably stop for a second and watch it. So they're like, "Do you have a cool talent?" It's Quentin Tarantino. He's looking at the camera. And goes, "Do you have a cool talent?" Email us, and they give you an email address. Yeah, I email those guys. So you uh, you email them. You're like. I can see through any hard surface. Yeah. And then I say, also, as an aside, um, I feel like Jackie Brown doesn't get the credit it deserves. I love that movie. It's a great movie. You click send. Day goes by. You get an email response. It says from Q. <laughs> and it says, 
Hey man, really interested in your story. I'd love to chat. Also, thanks about JB. Love <laughs> Q. Oof, wow. Wow. JB. All right. Well, I regret saying that. Okay. Um, I go, yeah. Is there a time that works best to to meet? Yeah. He sets up a call, right? You uh, you get on the phone. You call him. You, uh, you pitch kind of what you can do to the producers. Do cool stuff. Yeah. That's kind of cool. They're like, that's that's pretty neat. Like, obviously, we'd want to see you do it before we put you on TV. All right. D- test me. Like, well, we're on the phone, so we can't. Oh, yeah. So they're like, would you come to Los Angeles? Oh, wow. Um, Is it like an expenses paid trip? Like, we'll, we'll fly you out here and back. We'll put you up for one night in the hotel. Sure. If we record, we'll extend your stay. Yeah. So you fly out there. You get put up in this. Uh, Who runs the Valve while I'm gone? New comic in town. What's their name? Terry Spiegelman. <laughs> What's Terry's deal? Terry uh, moved here from Norway. Norway? Yep. And is uh, just starting to get into like American comedy. T- Terry is, is a is a, a man? Young, or? young lady. Okay. Um, is she any good? Yeah, she's like run bars and stuff before, but not at comedy. Is she any? She doesn't like. Uh, she hasn't figured it out yet, but she's okay. like very capable. But she's she can run the bar. The, okay, she can run. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. She's very capable. All right. I guess it's in Terry Spiegelman. <laughs> Terry Spiegelman's cable hands. Yeah. So you go to L.A. They, uh, you go out there. You meet with them. Rachel Ray, Quentin Tarantino sit across from you. They have a three boxes on the table. They're like, okay, what's in the box? I and then at- Rachel Ray does the what's in the box thing, like from seven. Yeah. And Quentin's like, that wasn't, I had nothing to do with that for the hundredth time. And John you can Doe sense, has the upper hand. And you can sense that there's a lot of tension. Like she thinks, really? that, she thinks that he is responsible for seven. And he's had to tell her a lot of different times that that's like, how often not does this come up? I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to talk out of school, but like several times a week. Several several times a week, Rachel Ray compliments Quentin Tarantino on Seven, a movie that he did not yeah. direct. And he gets like pretty pissed. Why doesn't he just tell her that? He does. She, just, she just doesn't get it. How could she not get it? I don't know, man. She keeps bringing it up. Okay. He tells her not that to. That is profoundly strange. All right. I look at the first box. So you see there's just like a piece of paper with an X on it. I go, that, there's an X in there. He lifts it up. He goes, okay whatever lucky guess nothing lucky about it quint you look at the next box there's just like a set of keys in there i tell him rachel ray's like did you bump the table did you hear the keys no i take a step back you look at the third one there's just a ring i look quentin tarantino dead in his eyes and i say it's a fucking ring quentin tarantino locks eyes with you he doesn't move his face at all. And he goes, he's the one. <laughs> Rachel Ray lifts the box. There's a there's a golden ring with a green jewel on it. And she goes, Pat, yeah. we've been waiting for you. <laughs> what on earth is going on? She goes, please, accept this ring. Now, what, tell me what's going on first. She goes, Pat, there are things that work here I couldn't 
possibly explain to you right now. Okay, I put on the ring and I give her a dirty look. So you put on the ring. Quentin Tarantino and Rachel Ray look at each other and they smile. And uh, you're like you wear like the ring. It fits just like so perfectly, like it was made for you. And it's like almost a little snug, even. As the ring is on your finger, you feel it uh, tighten around your ring finger. Wow. Until it eventually like cuts off the circulation. What? Uh, your ring finger then falls to the floor. The The ring uh, <laughs> turns what? on it and consumes it whole. And then you see the jewel light up. And then the ring, uh, you see teeth come out from inside of the ring. Oh, what the fuck? And no, then it chews, what? You, it chews you from the ground up. And once what it's chewed all of your body, your essence and soul is absorbed into the jewel. And uh, the jewel just it lays on the floor. And Quentin Tarantino, he uh, he picks up the ring. He goes, well, another one for the collection. What the fuck? And then Rachel Ray and Quentin Tarantino, uh, they, they fuck on the table. Ew, oh. And you are just forced to watch it because you're trapped in their ring. Is anyone in there with me? No, it's just you guys. It's just loud. What, what the fuck wet. was the point of this one? <laughs> you just got trapped into their ring. You got sucked into it. Your soul got trapped in that ring. This was the probably the most pointless episode we've ever done. <laughs> you got you fucking you got sucked right into it. I got so let's so to review in summation, I got the ability to see through solid objects uh-huh. from Calvin Morway, the buff referee, who yeah. apparently is a real life referee with multiple fan clubs. Yeah. I go there, uh, I use my abilities to see through things to go on a new t- TV show hosted by Rachel Ray and Quentin Tarantino. Uh-huh. I get sucked into the ring. The ring eats me, and I yeah, get sucked into you. it. And that's just where I live yeah. now. For all of eternity? or I mean, I don't, I don't know. What happens? To the, does the show ever get made? Oh, no. It's, all, it's, it's a lie. I mean, I don't know if it's a lie or not, but there's a lot of shows like that already out there. Man, yeah, that is... So fucking dumb. You got you got greedy, you know. How do they get greedy? You're like, oh, I'm gonna try to make money with this. You didn't try to help anybody. You just how could I possibly help anyone? I don't know. You just went right to making money on it, and you got sucked into a ring, and your soul's trapped there, and you had to watch Rachel Ray and Quentin Tarantino have sex. I mean, that's kind of funny. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Is he any good at it? You have no idea. He's so good.